Hello and welcome back to Who's at the Writing Center. I'm Elena. I'm Carissa. And I'm Kimberly. We also wanted to acknowledge the absence of our fourth member, Sarah, who unfortunately isn't able to join us on the podcast for the rest of spring quarter because of student employment rules that have changed given the COVID-19 pandemic. But we're hoping to have her back in the fall um, when we pick up this podcast again. Today, we are going to take a look at one of the most important and arguably the hardest parts of writing, which is starting. Whether you're engaging in academic or creative writing, we all have our moments where think of even one word to write or type feels insurmountable. So how can you get past this feeling? Will inspiration ever return? We hope that some of the brainstorming tips and tricks we've included in the episode can help you get over this hurdle. So we're just going to go ahead and give out some tips that you guys can try out uh, and give some resources at the very end of the episode. The first brainstorming exercise that we have for you guys is free writing. Free writing is a great way to let your mind wander, which can result in new inspiration or ideas on whatever you're planning on writing about. So the idea is to give yourself a time minute somewhere between five and 10 minutes, not too short and not too long, and just write. And don't stop writing, don't think about correct spelling or punctuation. And if you can't think of anything to write, you can literally write, I don't know what to write, over and over and over again until a new idea pops into your head. And then you write about that and keep going from there. When your time is up, take a break and then revisit what you wrote during that time. There could be some new and interesting ideas that are worth exploring in your writing. Another brainstorming exercise you can try is clustering, which is really helpful if you're more of like a visual learner. And it's helpful because it allows you to get all of your ideas down on paper all at once, as well as organize them and see what connections you can make within your writing. You can start by writing down the main idea or focus of your writing and then create branches with associated ideas that connect back to the main idea. You can continue doing this until you have a web of ideas that are all connected to each other in some way, and then at least you get the ideas all down on paper. Our next brainstorming tactic exercise are the classic five W's, so answering the questions of who, what, where, when, why, and the honorary member of how can be helpful to gain a bigger picture of what you want to explore and write about. If you can't answer one of these questions, doing more research or constructing your own creative answer can help create a more vivid idea of what your writing could entail. One of my favorite brainstorming exercises is to talk to others. Sometimes it can be really helpful just to talk through your ideas to make sense of them with other people, um, whether that's your friends, your professor, or a consultant at the writing center. By asking questions and explaining your ideas to someone else, it can help spark new inspiration on the topic or even help you find things that you'll need to look into to explain further in your writing. Another thing you can try to do is reverse brainstorming. So reverse brainstorming is especially helpful when it comes to thesis papers because the task is to create an argument surrounding a certain subject matter or topic, but a lot of times it can be a struggle to develop your argument. So if you find yourself in this situation, you can ask yourself, what is the problem? How did it occur? And what might happen if nothing is solved? 
This is called reverse brainstorming because brainstorming usually asks how to solve the problem. So by reversing it, you're asking what caused the problem in the first place, which should help you assess your ideas from there and kind of figure out where you're at. And then the next tactic is uh, filling in the gaps. So if you think of writing as a journey, you can ask yourself, where are you right now and where would you like to be? Of course, this doesn't have to be the whole thing. It doesn't have to be the whole paper. It can be like different stages of like, oh, I want to finish my introduction or I want to finish my first body paragraph. So asking yourself, where are you right now in that section or a bigger process? And then asking yourself again, where would you like to be? This is a way for you to fill in some ideas or steps on how you can reach point A or point B, or if it makes you feel a little less overwhelmed, you can also do a point one to a point two and then et cetera. Uh, this is just a way for you to give yourself a little bit of a, a basis of how to complete the next task to allow it to open up the next one. So definitely an idea you can try. Another place to start is by asking yourself the question, what do you already know? This can help as a precursor to the question, what do you need slash want to know? If you know too little, then it'll mean you want to know more and vice versa. This is another way to assess where you currently are and where you hope to be, which is similar to the technique that Kimberly just talked about. One other thing that I think is especially helpful now when a lot of us are kind of cooped up inside is to just take a break. Sometimes we just need a change of space or need to get out of a writer's block funk and sitting at your desk is just, it's not doing it. Whatever you do, and ideally it's safe, um, we encourage you to be off your phone as that can lead to some unproductivity and procrastination that's not really helping you out. So some suggestions for what you could do to take a break that's actually going to help are to listen to some songs to walk it out like around your neighborhood, to get off the screen for a little bit, and or to take a power nap. You could also just eat a snack. Um, I really like cooking in, in order to take a break. Like if I've just been thinking a lot all day, I think it's brain. And you could also just work on another assignment or task that you know you can accomplish. I just want to say that I had really, I had a lot of fun writing that one up because I was like, hmm, what can I do? <laughs> uh, what am I doing right now that could help? The uh, next one is challenging yourself. So this is a similar, to, uh, similar method to what do you know uh, that Carissa talked about, but it takes the stakes uh, up a notch and really pushes you to exercise your brain. So jot some ideas down relating to what you want or have to write about and ask yourself, why does it have to be that idea? Why do the things you list have to be what they are? Could it be something else? Questions like these are meant to stimulate your brain and orient your purpose of the writing. It isn't meant to overwhelm you with like, I don't know why I'm, I'm writing what I'm writing, but it definitely is a way to sort of reemphasize the uh, motivation and what is driving you to write this paper. Sometimes it can also help to look at your paper through different perspectives and ask different questions in that way. So by role-playing, uh, you can ask yourself the question, what if you were someone else writing this paper? What would they say that would be different from what you're going to say? Alternatively, what if the person opposing your paper were sitting right in front of you? What would they say about your argument? Sometimes it's helpful to view things from a different perspective, especially if it's someone who has radically different views than you. Or if you're writing an argumentative paper, again, what would your opponent say and how would you fight back?
These are all things that you can do not online, but there's also lots of online resources that are really helpful and that are tailored specifically to help out with brainstorming difficulties. So one of them is Real-Time Board, which is a collaborative, or you can do it on your own, online whiteboard, online whiteboard space, which utilizes virtual kinds of like post-it notes. And you can upload images and Google Docs to this, and you can then, again, work alone or with other people. Um, two other free tools for mind mapping specifically are FreePlane and MindMap. And those are just really good if you're more of a visual brainstormer. It's kind of similar to clustering where you can just put all of your thoughts in one place and be able to visualize that. Um, going off of that, the brain, which is one word, is a really cool free program that mimics thought processes in order to help you organize and connect thoughts and topics. So it's another kind of mind mapping, but I think for me at least, it feels a little bit more natural. And you can definitely find more online resources. These are just a few that have been helpful for me. And of course, you can always schedule an appointment with the Writing Center. We offer synchronous appointments so you can chat with us in real time uh, if you have a brainstorming question or if you just want uh, another perspective on ideas and all of that. So, of course, we encourage you to find other brainstorming tactics as this was only just a small list of things. And we hope that this was a helpful start to some new ones, uh, new tips and tricks or new methods to try out if you're currently in a writer's block. If you would like to see more content or have ideas for upcoming episodes, please email us at writingcenter.seattleu.edu. And please check out our blog at suwritingcenter.weebly.com. Weebly is spelled W-E-E-B-L-Y. And tune in next time. This has been another episode on Ooh, who's, who's at the, at the writing center. center. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. I feel like that one was better than last time. Yeah, <laughs> but that was good.